one. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, He's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Good Monday afternoon to you and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by my good friend Coach Mike on the board. Good afternoon, Coach Mike. What's up? Good afternoon. It's uh, kind of... Kind of soggy it's, out. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in and out. It, it keeps coming in. We had sun earlier, and then it just yeah, kind of went, you know, went to liquid sunshine. Middle of May, May 15th, <laughs> Monday, and it's about oh, 70 degrees outside and a little rainy. Uh, but uh, all our vegetation is getting a good drink of water, and that's okay. We can use... We can use that because I promise you when it gets to be July and August, it'll be yeah, more than likely <laughs> very hot and dry as a bone around here. Yeah, what's that song? You're going to miss this? <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's dive right into it. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, last Thursday night, we got the NFL full schedules out and uh, – we know that the Titans are going to have two prime time, a Thursday night and a Monday night football game um, this coming season. And they're also going to have, you know, even though it's an 8.30 start in the morning, the London game has, has kind of been highlighted over the years. It's gotten a little bit better and a little bit better and a little, and keeps gaining traction and, and more and more, and it's – Pretty much selling out over in in London. Yeah, they. Uh, from what I understand, they've never had trouble selling out over there. You know, it's a very popular, very popular setup uh, over there, and uh, they. Uh, you know, it's the the biggest complaint I've been hearing is that you know the Titans fans that's a that's a home game against a rival. Yeah, they wanted to go see. <laughs> they wanted to go sure. see it live. Sure, and, sure. Instead of sending it over uh, across. Uh, Across the pond, as they use that, as they use that term. But uh, outside of that, that's really the biggest thing. I've only thing I've really heard is that the, more of the Titans fans that were kind of upset. And, and and I and, think and I don't think the NFL is too awfully worried about us. I think early on in the scheduling, when they were scheduling these games over the pond in in London and Germany or wherever they're playing the playing that choose chose to play it, um, they. They weren't sending the best matchups over there. You know, they were sending some weaker matchups of some teams. And, and the games just, to be honest with you, they weren't very good. Uh, I mean, they weren't very – but I'm telling you, this past year, uh, last year, there were a couple of just nail biters because, it, it, you know, I, I'm a big fantasy guy, Coach, and I – I normally, obviously, two two NFL teams playing. You either have a a player or two that's on your roster that's playing over there, or you're playing against somebody that has a player or two on that in that game. And so you're getting up a little bit earlier on Sunday morning. I was 
to get ready for an 8.30 start and make sure my lineup is right. I have the players I want in there to play, you know, in, in fantasy for that day. Um, but this past year, I mean, there was there's a couple of games, and I'm not I just off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly which ones they were, but I do remember them being close games decided by within the last few minutes, decided by a field goal, you know. Um, and so that I think that's what the NFL wants. That's what the you know, that's my question was, why are you why was the NFL when they first started this and they're trying to draw in international viewing, international interest, um, obviously by playing a game in Mexico like they have, Mexico City, playing in London, uh, Germany, wherever. Um, and they're trying to generate excitement about the NFL. But why send two two crappy teams over there or one good team and one crappy team have it be a – you know, twenty-one to twenty-one to six ball game, which is a boring NFL. I mean, you know, I don't care how you slice it. Twenty-one to six, twenty-one to seven, twenty-one to ten is 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 not a very exciting game. Now, if you can get into the thirties, both teams obviously it's much more exciting, and and you give the fans something to talk about around the water cooler on Monday, and you you know, and these guys it, it generates interest. Yeah, I think for a for a while. Uh, the NFL saw this as an experiment, and so they were using what you might call throwaway games that they knew you know weren't going to generate much over here. But Europe and Mexico were so star for NFL that they would come to anything. Okay, and so you you take okay, let's let's experiment a little bit, and let's take some of these teams that really don't matter up here, and send them down there, and let's see how they're received. Well. Now they're starting to see sellouts, and they're seeing sellouts in monstrously huge stadiums. Right, right. And, and they're going, oh, hey, there's there's some money over here. Then, yeah. yeah I mean, now, your viewing, and, your and, ratings, and, your TV and, ratings. And I mean, sudden, that's now that they're seeing that the, the revenue is starting to pick up over there. Now, okay, let's well then let's feed them some stuff. Let's feed them some good stuff. I mean, I, I expect. And, and so now I think you start seeing more and more competitive games because the experiment worked. Yeah, and so it wasn't, you know, it was at first when they sent them over, they weren't real sure how it was going to be received. And we as we as Titans fans around these parts, um, you know, we expect to see a pretty pretty competitive game against the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that is a, that's a rivalry. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, they're not divisional rivals anymore, but they are rivals. And I remember, I can't remember what year it was, but. The Titans went to Baltimore and beat Lamar Jackson and his in, in the playoff game. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first round of the playoff game. But I'm just going to tell you. I think it's just a couple of years ago. One very upset individual was Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he was over on that bench at the end of that ball game. And you could have fried an egg on that man's forehead. He was so hot about losing – that playoff game to the Titans. And, uh, you know, he I guarantee he hasn't forgot that feeling. He hasn't forgot possibly the Baltimore Ravens taking taking the Titans for granted a little bit and not giving them quite the respect that they, they, they should have. And they ended up getting beat. And uh, Lamar Jackson hasn't forgotten that. And I expect a, a, a very good competitive game uh, in London 
when they meet over there. Yeah, that's uh, also kind of a reverse of what happened earlier in the Titans when when they had their first big run after their Super Bowl appearance and. They, you know, supposedly the bet the next year they had an even better team that was supposed to get in there, and they got it in Baltimore, and Baltimore crushed their hopes. Right, and so that's you know you, you've seen them both. You've seen both sides crush the crush the expectations and hopes of the other, and so and that's what builds rivalries, and that's what builds interest. And, and like you said, the, the the emotional reaction on both sides of the on both sides of that those teams. Well. Um... I was reading an article in the Tennessean by Mr. Gentry Estes, and uh, he was explaining in this article about why he feels as though this year's he loves this year's schedule, and one of the reasons he loves it is because it's it's an easy schedule. It was ranked by NFL by the NFL.com. It was ranked as the 28th toughest schedule in the NFL. So that means there's what, there's 29, 30, 31. Yeah. There, there's only, only four, four teams schedules with, that are easier. With <laughs> four teams that have easier schedules than the Titans this year. And uh, these are some of the reasons uh, he loves this schedule. And he says, this is what happens when you don't win the division. A, don't win the division. Um, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, who did win the division – uh, have to deal with a tougher slate than the, than the Titans do. Out of the top six teams in the NFL power rankings, only one, the Cincinnati Bengals, is on the Titans' schedule. Okay? Uh, and even that game against the Bengals is in Nashville. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what happens when you, uh, you know, Fault. When you, have when you year, stumble, yeah, you, stum- you have the year that the Titans had, but you also had the year that the AFC South had. You know, it was, you know, it was it was a it was a foregone conclusion. Uh, the last year uh, was that the wild card was not coming out of the South, right? You know, right. you either, you know if you were coming out of the South, you were going to have to win it because everybody else was three games, four games ahead of you. <laughs> in That's the right. Wild card race. That's right. Um, so, uh, the, out of the, the top six, let me let me finish this up. On the top six teams in the NFL power rankings, the Titans had the Bing. They play the Bengals, but they get the Bengals at home. Um, no Kansas City Chiefs. No Eagles. No Buffalo Bills. And those are all elite teams. The Titans all lost to on the road last season. So they played. They lost to Kansas City in Kansas City. They lost to Philadelphia in Philadelphia, and lost to the Bills up in Buffalo. So they don't have they don't have any of those guys this year. So now you don't see them until the playoffs. No Cowboys. They've got they've got the Cowboys ranked as the sixth uh, sixth in their power rankings. You know. uh, Meanwhile, the Jaguars. Let's look at their schedule. They face the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, and Forty Niners. Who are ranked fifth in the power rankings this season? This season, um, you know. In other words, the the Titans finishing the season zero and seven and not making the playoffs benefited them this coming. Yeah, season. this is this is a, this is a schedule to get well with. Yeah, you know if if you know this is this is where we need you know we we've talked about them needing to make a turn. That uh, they've got to get the consistency back in, you know, they've got to get the explosiveness back in the offense. 
this is a schedule which you can you can pull that off, and uh, they better take advantage of it because you won't get much easier than this. <laughs> and absolutely. And so we and we talked about we talked about last week if the Titans come out of the gate and they their bye week is week seven and they have the Ravens in week six in London and say they start out two and four, one and five, oh and six. And we talked about whether we're going to see Will Levis. I, I think you're going to see several but, changes. Well, I mean, you're going to – because we're going to have the bye week after week six, after they go to London, they get a bye week in week, week seven. That's a pretty good – you know, if you're going to insert a quarterback and you're stumbling out of the gate at one and five, well, two and four, you know, I, three and three are better – three and three are better – I think Tannehill is is still cemented as a starter, and, and that and he will and he should be. I heard a pretty compelling argument about you know it wasn't so much the talent of the players as much as their contracts. You got Tannehill who's sitting at at the top of the 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 heap as far as what they're paying him uh, against the salary schedule or salary cap, excuse me. And if he has a bad year, you know, one in six, oh, or excuse me, one in five, oh, and six, stuff like that, that's not a good year. He's having a bad year. Well, it's time to get Levis in because who's who's going to take Tannehill now? You know, if, if he, he's damaged goods at that point. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do with him? You know, and this is his last contract year. Uh, so, and they don't want to pay him what they're paying him again, even. And, and so if you, if you win, if you're winning and, okay, yes, this is his last contract year, and he, he has a great year, guess what? He's going on the market anyway. Well, absolutely. And, and, and then if th- you lose, you're going to have a hard time getting rid of him because he's going on the market. <laughs> and, uh, and, we, and we all know what happens in the NFL in contract years. Uh, we're just joined the studio by Clayton Harris. Uh, good afternoon, Clayton. I mean, Clayton, Clayton well knows, and we all know, and anybody who keeps up with the NFL – you know, all of a sudden, contract years, right at the end of their contract, this player just turns into be a monster. Just have one of the best years he's ever had in his life. He knows what's on the line. Look at Kyler Murray two years ago. Look at Albert Hainsworth his last year with the Titans. I mean, I'm just telling you, it happened. Oh, Jalen Hurts, look at the year that he had this year. Let's see if he has a better year next year. Yeah, and before you came in, we were just kind of rehashing what we talked about last week, Clayton, that – if the Titans going after their London game against Baltimore in week six, if they're anything less than three and three, I think three and three saves Tannehill a starting job. Anything less being 0 and six, one and five, two and four, anything, any schedule resembling that, probably after week six, you get the bye week in week seven. More than likely, Will Levis is going to step in and they're going to start. Grooming him for Let him starting job. Lumps. Let him take his lumps. You know, and you know, the, the, the year's already shot at that point. If you're if you're at that point, you know, let him take his lumps. Let him get that year under his belt, and then what? What, what and, do you? I want to this scenario out to you. What do you do if you're after ten games or eight and two, and and Tannehill's uh, agents calling saying we want an extension? 
I just you're just gonna have to hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pump the brakes, baby. I, I mean, you know that's, that's what I'm. Hold that's it, what I'm hold it, hold it. We've been here before, Tannehill. You get us past the second round, and we'll talk. Right. <laughs> you know, we've and, been here before, Tannehill. Right. Let's with the best record in the NFL, and <laughs> you know we love you, Ryan. But we got yeah. we got to make sure you don't throw an interception the first play of the game. Yeah. Uh, when we get you in the playoffs, so. Pump the brakes, and and we'll take a look at that after after the season's yeah. over. Um, however, another article in the Tennessean by Paul Scrabina of the obviously the Nashville Tennessean uh, is talking about the Titans mini camp, where twenty one undrafted rookies and some and some walk ons basically they're they're trying out for the Titans. Um, he talked a little bit about Colton Dowell, who's a wide receiver from Lebanon, Tennessee. Yeah. That the Titans drafted, I think, in the seventh round. He was a seventh-round pick. And uh, he is rooming with Will Levis. He's the roommate. And this article talked about um, uh, Dowell coming in and walking into the room and the TV being off and – the remote sitting over there on the between the beds or whatever, and Levis was over, up, curled up with his iPad going over plays. It's a good sign. And I, from the way the article read, Dow kind of was going to reach for the, the remote, and you know Levis gives him this stink eye, a cynic eye, like don't don't no you don't <laughs> turn the TV on, man. I'm not. And so Dow said, you know, I I made it a point. I I didn't reach for the remote. I left the remote where it was. And we started talking about plays and getting into the playbook. And I, at that point, and, and I look, we we kind of we we kind of poo pooed on Levis's pick, right? I mean, we kind of. I'm still not a fan. I, okay, okay. I, right. I, and I'm skeptical. I'll, I'll just say I, I'm I'm waiting. I want to. I would love to see nothing. I, I'd love nothing better to see all of us wrong, and he comes out and just sets the world on fire. <laughs> I just don't see that. I just don't see that happen. Well, um, Dow talked about in this article about Levis being the first one in the Titans facility uh, during the mini camp, uh, the last one to leave. And I mean, so so my my deal is this: okay, so we so so we're not that happy about Will Levis being the second pick, but can. Can this be a mode and, and Will and Will Levis is probably not <laughs> wasn't really excited about being moved down to the second round either. But can this be a motivating factor for somebody like Will Levis to prove, you know, the teams wrong that passed on him in the first round? I mean it I mean, can be. Does he have the talent pool to make it? That I would I would have thought he would have done that. <clears throat> excuse me, at Kentucky uh, after leaving Penn State. And, like, you know, hey, I'm going to go to Kentucky and prove Penn State was wrong and I should have been the starter the entire time. And that didn't happen. That didn't happen yeah. at all. Well, I mean, I, I get mean, it. But you know what? University of Kentucky, you got to put some players around him. I mean, you you got to you got to put wide receivers out there that can separate from the SEC talent. Tim you, Couch. You've got, well, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I know Tim Couch, you know, that's – Jared Lorenzen put up better numbers. I get it. The hefty lefty. Somebody out there in the NFL world knows something that we don't, 
and this guy has been rated, <laughs> reviewed, and it's very odd. I, I mean, I don't know what you I think so it. funny. I'm just, I'm just, I, 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 <coughs> I, I just don't buy it. Well, okay, we're running up against our first break. We're going to talk a little bit more about this on our on the backside of this break. Uh, this and, is, and, and what does the future hold for Malik Willis? I don't know. I just can't believe you sit. And what's so baffling about Malik Willis is his numbers are so terrific at Liberty, and I know it's Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> but I mean, he, I mean, but he, it was his numbers were incredible, outstanding at Liberty, and now all of a sudden he's just you know getting thrown in the river. He's not getting thrown under the bus. Yeah. And they're driving forward, and then they're backing the bus <laughs> up and backing over him again and driving back over him again. It's, it's, I don't understand it. Okay, this is the Front Board Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Clayton and Coach Mike. Give us about three minutes. We'll be right back. Head is mad black. Got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse. Ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody tell me. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the... WKOM Studios on beautiful West 7th Street in downtown Columbia. And the rain has stopped. By that man right there, Mr. Clayton, the all-knowing, all-seeing Claw Harris and Coach Mike on the boards and fellas. We were talking about Will Levis. uh, You know, uh, the second-round pick of the Titans and – uh, the word in minicamp is uh, intense. The guy is described as intense. Now, he might be intensely terrible. Uh, <laughs> he oh, might I, intensely off target. I fully uh, believe he's got a chip on his shoulder. You know, here he was built up as one of the you know first round, maybe even top five pick, okay. and all of a sudden he tumbled down into the second round. Uh, and and all he's hearing, if he turns if he turns on the radio here in Middle Tennessee. All he's hearing are doubters. Is ha- are how terrible that pick was. Haters going to hate. Absolutely, haters how terrible hate that pick it. was. So he's coming in with this big old chip on his shoulder. I'll show you. And and, and Vrabel's just going, darn. <laughs> right. I really need. I want somebody with a chip on their shoulder because that means they're going to work like crazy. And if he's got the talent, then he'll he'll bring it out. Then so be it, right? Yeah. The question is, is does he have it? And that's there, there's the, there's the doubt that everybody has right now. Well, I, I feel as though uh, I'm just thinking, uh, you know, he really wants to make the most of, of this opportunity like all drafted rookies do in the NFL. Some uh, There have been some that have taken their God-given unbelievable athletic talent uh, for granted uh, maybe not working as hard as they think they should have. They probably a lot of these superior premium athletes uh, come up through grade school, high school, college, and they're such great Leaf. athletes. They they never really have to work hard at it. Can we say Leaf? Yeah, <laughs> but and and then and then when they get their pros, it's like OMG, you know. Uh, these guys are really, really good, and and I need to step it up. And sometimes by that, 
by that point in the game, it's too late, you know. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, he's and stranger stories have been written. What was it that Brady came in in the what the sixth round? So, uh, yeah. you know, who knows? Um, the second round, well, the first round pick was Skaronsky, uh, which is the Titans definitely needed to be to do something on the offensive yeah. line. Absolutely. Um, Second round pick was Will Levis out of Kentucky that we've discussed. The third round pick was Tajay Spears um, out of Tulane. And if you paid any attention to Tulane football last year, they were pretty good. I mean, they weren't for Tulane, the the green wave. They're not exactly uh, barn burners in the football uh, or, or sports in general. But they were pretty good. They, they're a pretty competitive team last year, and one of the and one of the reasons why is because Tajay Spears had fifteen hundred and eighty-one yards last year with nineteen touchdowns. Um, he's about one hundred and ninety-five pounds, and you know they've talked. They talk about Tajay Spears. And they've talked about him in this mini camp, and they said, you know, you notice the guy out on the field, running the ball, catching the ball, his quickness, his shiftiness. Uh, you know, they they say that you notice him um, being kind of this change of pace back for Derrick Henry. And coach, you would mo- know more about that than I would. But yeah, the, this change of pace. Um... You know, the, the thing that I would like to see them do with him um, is not just make him at third, that third down back or whatever, is to put him in first and second and maybe put him on the wing or maybe put him in the slot. Uh, from what I from what I've heard, that he's he's got some talent out there. I could do some things out there in that in that position, and then kind of become the counter. You know, where you fake it to Henry. Off that power, and and if you don't, you know, if you don't come in and, and, and honor that, then we'll beat you. We'll beat you up with Henry. Yeah. But then when the whole team sucks in on him, then bring him around on a counter play or on a reverse play or something like that. And all of a sudden, now he's out. He's out running the side. And uh, you know, I, I I think there's some really good possibilities in using him as a counter as a counter punch. Uh, but but they need to be in there in the same time, not. Henry first and second down, and him on third, right. possibly fourth. Right, he could cause some real problems for yes. defensive coordinators, not just trying to get prepared. Yeah, leading up to the game. I mean, you know, not 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 put, only it during the game, but leading up to the game because you have to prepare for two different style backs um, at the same time. You know, in that week, and you only have so much time in a week to prepare for a team coming. Yeah, up. you could put them both in the same backfield, fair, you know, back in the backfield. And now, okay, what do you do? Do you gear it for Henry's pounding, or do you or Sharp's taking off? Because you normally going to taking off wide on you real quick. So and, they and, and is is the defense normally going to have a spy on Henry? There's going to be one of those inside linebackers that are kind of going to kind of slide parallel with him and 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 keep it's it. Not going to be a linebacker. It's probably going to be a safety, strong safety. If they're, okay. gonna, if they're gonna do that uh and his job will just be to hit him before try to try to hit him before he can really get his momentum going stand him up just a bit and let pursuit get to you. him they, you got a gang tackling you're not gonna you're not gonna get him one-on-one unless you can get him behind the line before he really gets and going. get him around the ankles yep. and take his feet out from under him um so Tajay Spears 
at Tulane, um, where he spent uh, four seasons. His first season, he rushed for 192 yards and one touchdown, caught five passes for 133 yards and one touchdown in four games during his freshman season, okay? He began his sophomore season as, as Tulane's starting running back and rushed 37 times for 274 yards and two touchdowns before suffering a season-ending injury in week three. So, uh, in, I mean, he'd already had in week one and two, he amassed almost 300 yards uh, rushing, uh, with a couple of TDs. So using a medical red shirt, um, then as a red he, as a red shirt sophomore, Spears gained 863 yards, scored nine touchdowns on 129 carries, named the American Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year. Um, let's see what else he did that year. So as – it looks to me that as he went on, of course, they gave him more carries and he just got better and got better and got better. And he got more carries to amass more yards. But by his last his last season, 1,581 yards, it's a lot of yards as a running back. Yeah, and, and again, with a team that's uh, got a lot more competitive as, you know, in, in the last year or two. But are still, but still, still not considered not, a jugger, yeah. a football juggernaut and, by any means. Right. Uh, but they they are a very surprisingly tough team as well. Yeah. I mean, they, they're not a team that uh, if you were one of the – in the big five or something like that, you probably didn't want to play them because they were the kind of team that could sneak up and get you. And kind of what I'm getting at here, folks, is, you know – my good friend Clayton over here, he's still kind of shaking his head and got that scowl thinking about Will Levis. And, <laughs> you know, and, and I get it. I, I, yeah, I understand. Uh, you know, and they took uh, uh, they took Mr. Josh Wiley out of Cincinnati. Now, what people don't – Josh Wiley is six foot seven, Coach, and 23 years old. So, what you're getting, you're getting a big, big – he was in <clears> – <throat> In 2020, he was the All-American AAC, same conference Tulane's in, uh, the AAC second team in 2020. In 2022, last year, he was the first team tied in on AAC. The guy's six foot seven, 23 years old, played in 37 games, 88 receptions, 1,062 yards and 15 touchdowns as a tight end. So, you know, before we completely jump off a bridge over what we're in, over the Titans draft picks, we kind of have to delve a little deeper into these who these guys really are before we jump off the nearest bridge, right? Yeah, so, they just didn't address early enough to me the – the, the big need was wide receiver. They waited, waited, and waited, and waited until they got to the last rounds, and, and, and I just I just wish they would have uh, would have addressed that earlier. Now, again, where they were picking, that you know, when I looked in there, the, the last half of the uh, first round, there were a whole bunch of receivers that went just one one right, right. after another. <clears throat> so there may not have been anybody well, there, and I, I'll admit that there may not have been anybody left. And I think GM Carthon is is also banking on some free agency moves. Yeah. 
and uh, maybe just some trading, calling some teams up and see if there's some wide receivers that aren't happy where they are because, you know, a lot of wide receivers can kind of be some divas if they want, if they really want to be. So Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we're up against our second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for The Claw, Coach Mike. Give us a few minutes. We'll be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joining the studio by Coach Mike on the board and Clayton, the all-knowing and all-seeing Claw Harris, the Claw. And tonight, for all you hockey fans out there, uh, it is Game 7 in the Western Conference between Seattle, Kraken, and the Dallas Stars. I, the the way the NHL does their expansion teams, I it's kind of crazy. It's unbelievable. Like like the Golden Knights, I think their first year they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, yeah. and they're, and, they're, and the Golden Knights are sitting there waiting on the winner of this yeah. to be in the Western Conference Finals. It's insane. It's like they're automatic contenders. Well, when you can only protect two people out of your whole team in the expansion draft. Then you know there's a bunch. There's of a pl- bunch of talent out there. You basically, you basically, if you if you know, obviously you know these guys know a lot about professional hockey. You're basically just assembling a all star team. Correct. Yeah. And then you know, obviously, you, you cannot hold on to them forever. So they no. you have to kind of lose a little bit. Which which what happened to the Golden Knights? But now the Golden Knights are back in there and. Um, uh, with terrific play from I believe his name is Marcino. He had a uh he had a hat trick just the other night uh to close out the Edmonton Oilers and now they sit and wait, like I said, the winner of tonight's game between the Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars, which is uh about the only action we got going on tonight. The NBA um is in full swing and they're getting down. We got the conference finals set. Yeah, they're settled. Los Angeles Lakers will be visiting uh, Denver in game one of their series in the western side of the NBA. And on the eastern side, Miami will be at Boston Wednesday for game one. So the NHL and the NBA are pretty much running parallel on their postseason tournament to decide their uh, champion. Uh, the NBA on the betting side, the wagering side of the NBA championship, Boston is the – out of the four teams left, Boston is minus 105. So they're basically even money to win to win the championship. Next is Denver at plus 230. I like Denver. I do too. I like Denver. I think they have they have plenty of outside scoring along with uh, the big dominant inside man, Jokic. Jokic. The Joker. The Joker. Um, then comes the Los Angeles Lakers with your boy LeBron Bleh. Clayton. Bleh. And then the Lakers are basically four to one plus 390. And then comes the Miami Heat. And they are at thirteen to one. Good, great. So they're not giving the Vegas is not giving any love to the Miami Heat. I mean, not at all. If you go to even money, basically two to one, four to one, and then the Miami Heat at thirteen to one, then it seems like Boston's going to be cruising in their series against uh, against the Heat. Now, MVP wise. Jason Tatum for the Celtics is the favorite at plus 140. Then comes my guy, Jokic, or the Joker, 
at plus 240 for Denver. Jalen Brown is plus 750. He plays for the Celtics. And then your boy LeBron and AD both come in at nine and a half to one. So I tell you what, and I don't know if you can parlay them together, but maybe one good parlay would be parlay Denver Denver at the championship at a little over two to one odds with Nikolai Jokic at a little over two to one odds. Because if Denver wins a championship, I'm going to say Jokic is your MVP. I agree. You see? Yeah. So parlay those two together, and you might get them at nah, – that might end up being, I don't know, maybe 15, 15 to 1 odds on something like that. So that's, you know, that's, that's worth a shot at it. I don't know. Um, but anyway, our Columbia men's uh, baseball team got put out this past weekend. Yeah, ran into you – know, Ran, ran into the same problems they'd had they've had most of the year. Uh, they they made a big run through the district. Went went under. Sounds like scoring runs is kind of their. Problem. I mean, they just and then, and then they hit. Uh, you know, they they hit Brentwood in the finals and got. And more than likely got Brentwood's <laughs> best pitcher. And, and then, you know, I mean, there there's reasons why they don't score many runs. You just come up against some very very pitching and then talented pitching. Got into the regions and played a really close game against the. Uh, Against Centennial, who was the region cha- or the district champion out of their district, uh, was it two to one or two to nothing? Uh, Saturday after, I think it was two to nothing. Yeah, I think so. Um, didn't really get any details on when those two runs were scored, but then uh, you know, then they got up, they had to come back up against Brentwood in the in the losers bracket and just didn't you know didn't have anything left. Ended up getting beat seven to one. Uh, in that game, which ended their season, yeah, it was two to nothing Saturday, and then seven to one yesterday. yesterday yeah, uh, Clayton, what about Coach Pickle? You got you got you got you got some news on him? The yeah, he's retiring. Uh, it, you know, he was just inducted into the Hall of Fame, I believe, last year, and uh, yeah, he's uh, you know, Ed, you know, and congratulations to him for a great career, and um, you know, some well deserved time off. Well, there you go. I mean, you know. Retirement's a great thing. That's, it what, is. that's what we work our whole life towards, right? I mean, you come know, on. man. I would. I, I love it. I love it. And then you got me back here in the studio, and I, I love doing this, and it uh, gives me something to look forward to rather part-time. than cutting yeah. the yard or a little part time skimming the pool or careful, whatever, whatever we have to do. He, he's pretty good at pulling people out of retirement. That, Be careful about that. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Well, congratulations to Coach Pickle. Um, just a storied career here in Columbia for the Columbia High, uh, Central High Lions, and uh, I know he's, he's the type of guy. Well, he'll he won't be completely just sitting there twiddling his th- twiddling his thumbs. He'll he'll think of something to do. I'm sure. Absolutely. Okay, this has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We appreciate you listening. We will be back on at four o'clock Thursday, and then also four o'clock Friday for Clayton the Claw and Coach Mike. I'm Drake, and uh, we're out.